Hi, I'm Renee Philpott, and this is Selling with Charm. After over 26 years in sales, there's one thing I have learned. Sales is fun. Join me as I help you simplify your sales process, and together we will reach your weekly, monthly, and yearly goals. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. This week, we are going to talk about how important it is to know your customer. And the best way that I know to share this is to give you an example through a story from my childhood. When I was growing up, my dad was a coal miner. And most of the time, he worked six days a week and was gone for long periods of time. So like usually he was gone when I got up in the morning and sometimes it would be really late when he got home. But he also was a bit of an entrepreneur and one of his projects was to be a used car lot owner. And this is probably my favorite of all the things that he did outside of coal mining because I got to do a lot of the things with him. And what I discovered when I was with him and we were doing this, is he really knew his customer. So he discovered that a lot of the people in the community that we lived in had a need for just a small used second car so that their family had a car at home to use while they drove the the second car to work. The mining roads were very... uh, you know, rough and they were gravel and muddy. And when, like when daddy came home from the mines, his car, the car that he was driving would have lots of this gray mud and mixed with coal dust all over it. And when you got in and out of the car, if you were going somewhere in that car, you'd get this chalky marks on your clothes. Well, that's what all the miners were experiencing. And while they Um, were at work if they were in the good car there wasn't a good car at home and it was also really rough on the car so my dad knew that there was a need for some small inexpensive used cars and I don't know how he found out but somehow he talked through some people and found out there was auctions for cars and he was willing to travel and go these places and find some inexpensive cars that he was able then to resell and make a profit on. Well, the part about knowing the customer comes now. So I was about nine or 10 years old and he would take me with him to the auctions and we'd look at cars. And every week there was a magazine that came out and it was locally like a newspaper magazine and it was the auto trader and it would have cars in it. At that time, the name of it was Metro Piston. And so we would go and get the weekly Metro Piston and we would find cars. He would find cars and he would mark what he wanted to look at. When he was done looking at the cars and picking out either something close to what he had for sale or on occasion, he'd find something he wanted to go look at to purchase, to resale. Then he'd let me take the magazine and I could do what I wanted to with it. And I would take it to my room and I would pick out the cars that I would buy. Pretend that when I was a grown up, what I was going to drive. So I would pick out the nice European cars, the Volvos, the BMWs, the things that I didn't normally see in southeastern Kentucky. And they weren't all that much more expensive than what daddy was looking at. I mean, I, you know, he was probably buying cars that were two or $300. I was looking at cars that were maybe $1,500. 
Um, but the cars that I was looking at had these really soft, cushy leather seats. And then once he was looking at head vinyl, sometimes he was, he really wasn't looking for automatics or standard shift. He didn't care. He just wanted it to be cheap on gas. It was primarily looking at four cylinders, wanted it to be a little bit rugged. I remember the very first car he bought for the car lot, and it was a AMC Gremlin and a Volkswagen Beetle. There was two cars he bought at once. And he gave, like I said, a few hundred dollars. He would sell them for five, six, seven hundred dollars. But I really like that Gremlin. That was the ugliest car I had ever seen. And I couldn't, I could not understand why in the world anybody would want to buy that car. But he didn't stay on the car a lot long and he knew what he was doing. And that goes back to my point. I was a nine or 10 year old girl who dreamed of fancy things. My dad was not selling to a nine or 10 year old that dreamed of fancy things. He was selling to coal miners who wanted a second car that was cheap on gas, pretty reliable. You know, those cars that I was picking out, you couldn't get worked on in Clay County, Kentucky. The cars he was picking out, you could. You could actually probably find a neighbor or uh, someone, at least in town, that had the parts you needed and could work on it. And that was important to them. My dad knew that those foreign cars, nobody knew that much about them. It didn't matter how cushy and comfortable they were. They were just using them to get back and forth. They weren't putting their family in them. And while I could not understand why he wanted to buy the Gremlin instead of some of the other things, he knew. He knew what they wanted and what they needed. And he these used cars he was buying Usually he knew if they were reliable or not because they had a track record. He had seen other people in the community drive them and have them, and he knew something about them. Again, he knew what his market was looking for. He knew about how much they had to spend, so he couldn't bring in something that was thousands of dollars. He wouldn't have been able to sell it where he was. It wasn't that there wasn't a market somewhere for them. Those BMWs, those Volvos that I was seeing, people were selling them but they weren't in our community and they weren't where daddy had a car lot. So he taught me that. And I, I use that today in my business and I use it in my coaching. When I'm coaching people on sales, they'll come to me and they'll say, nobody wants to spend this much. Where do I find the people who uh, aren't cheap or who you know want to spend the money? And the truth is, you have to know your market where you are and then be able to find a product or service that solves a problem for them. Now, if you are in a situation where you have a product or service that you are representing, that's great. You just need to figure out who in your market needs it the most. You may be wearing yourself out going places and talking to people who don't really see the value and that can make you feel like you're priced too high or that they are cheap in your uh, market, but neither of those things are probably true. It's just that you haven't found the people in the market that need what you have, or the people that you are serving, you need to find a product or service that fits their needs. If my dad had been buying those European cars, putting them on his lot, they would have sat there, and he would have thought, nobody here needs a used car. But he knew better. He knew they needed something specific and he was going to find it. Now, remember I told you I couldn't understand why anybody would buy a gremlin. 
I recently found an article about the gremlin and why it was actually a good fit for the market and did so well. So I'm going to put a link in the show notes because I thought it was pretty interesting. And um, until I read that article, I kind of thought that he just bought that car because it was it was cheap and probably um available at the time but when you see the article you'll see daddy was right it was a little bit more rugged than some of the other things on the market some things I found very interesting so I'll share that in the show notes it was just confirmation that daddy knew what he was doing and he knew about his market so don't get discouraged before you really think through your product and service and who needs that. And then if you have the opportunity to look, you want to work in a specific market, like my dad, he wanted to work in that market. It was close to home. Like I said, he worked long hours. He didn't have time to go have a shop somewhere else. He had to sell to the market where he was. And if you're in that position, then take a look around you. What kind of problem can you solve for them? And and then you're learning your market. He knew they had a problem. They needed an inexpensive car so they could leave the good car at home for their family. And all he had to do was figure out if he had something he could bring them and sell it for a profit, which he was able to do. And that made it a business. And he did that because he understood and he knew his customers. So this week, again, it's just really important that you understand your customer and their particular situation. It is not always the same everywhere you go. And just like with my dad, he found the particular needs of this community where he was, and he figured out how he could make some extra money for the family right where he was. And I think that he knew a secret about selling things. If you can solve a problem, and you have a product or service that solves a problem, there's probably an opportunity for some profit. And then if there's an opportunity for some profit, there's an opportunity for a business. So that's what I have for you this week. Be a student of your market. Figure out what it is that they need. And then whatever product or service you represent, present it in a way that it it solves a problem for them. Once you do you will realize how much easier it is to sell because they need what you have and it has value. So have a great week. And as always, reach out to me. I would love to talk to you about selling. My community is open and you can look into a membership. We have a couple of coaching calls a month and it gives you a great opportunity to present some questions and get some feedback. We also have a Voxer Day, which I think is very valuable. You'll get to share um, maybe some challenges you're having, get some feedback, sometimes get to try it out, and then come back to me for some more feedback in the same day on Voxer Day. We all have all kinds of fun together, challenges and things that will help you get your revenue closer to where you want to be. So that's all I have for you. Have a great week.